be aware that it is my birthday and the morgues don't care. They do not care. They could care less. They're just attacking my lip, going deeper and deeper, and they're like, now you're old. They are so they are rotten as crap, and they're. And is that probably the pathophysiological process by which they rot your face, just being so rotten? Um. Likely. Yes. Highly likely. <sighs> what will we do to destroy them once and for all in this year of my forty-first? Cut their faces. Punch them. Punch the Morgulon's faces. They're very small. They're hard to punch. Well, there's nothing more than I love than the sound of Morgulon's crying. This never ends. Ever since this blew into Georgia on a cloud of Saharan dust in June of 2020, my fate has been sealed and doomed. And yet somehow I triumph. And you do triumph in the light of it all. In spite of it all. Thrive, even. Thrive, even when everyone takes everything away from me and follows me with helicopters. Because they don't know who they're messing with, they do don't they? Know. They don't know about me. If they don't underestimate Hey, that's what the Chinese have decided to do. It seems to be working for them. So I'll just be like, Morgulons are killing me. And then when they least expect it, because they think I'm like going down, bam, 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 and then they all fall down like dominoes. Isn't it great? It's so great when I kill them. Remember when I used to be beautiful? Some saying it hand, uh, manages to give me character. Right. Some say it gives character. Perfect. I have no pretty pills, as you can see. What about this weird red scrape across my face? It's been there for two years. Garbage bugs, moths, worms. Are these morgues? No. But could they be a part of it? Could they be a part of it? They could be. Remember the silver worm in the hotel? Yeah. What the hell was that? That was a mouth worm, I think. Oh, Nema Polkaroma? Something like that. That was a long time ago. What about the noodle worm that jumped out of my elbow? Do you remember that? Yeah, that was one of the first times that everything got scary. When you see a live noodle worm that's not alive jump out of your elbow, it just boggles the mind. Times have gotten freakier, and yet we have become more used to it. So when the full deluge of monkey COVID pox breaks out, so ready for it. I have the greatest pathogen of all, Morgulons, and it stomps on all other pathogens to maintain its supremacy. So it's actually a blessing in disguise. Have you noticed that? Morgulon, a very good health experiment for the big ones. Only ones we cannot kill are those infected with alien. Morgulon. 
Gang stalking COVID. Do you have it? Give it a good name. It's called. It's called. Um, oh, the long stalker oh, syndrome. Right. <laughs> uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Or it could be like psychovid. Psychovid. <laughs> <laughs> loved one suffering from psychovid? (laughs) Did you have a huge cloud of Saharan dust full of squatch pox? Do you know what squatch pox is? It's the kind of pox you get from Sasquatch. What? Yeah, it's a new thing out of Wuhan. It sounds pretty bad. It's terrible. back to COVID psychosis or psychovid. There's been a new phenomenon called psychovid. Yes, and... All the, the, the great psychiatrists of the world. <laughs> yes, those, those geniuses. Long COVID sufferers may develop psychosis. Long psychovid <laughs> or gang... Hauling. Yeah. Gang hauling. comes from monkeypox, they call it gay stalking. Uh, <laughs> no, they do not. I mean, <laughs> monkeypox is not gay. That's a lie. <laughs> well, that's what I wish they gave me. But, sa- but Squatch Pox Are is. they still calling it a gay thing? Yeah, they're trying to blame the gays for it. Are they, though? Yeah. yeah. That was. How many people are even gay that have it now? I don't know. Like, I mean, I think enough people have it so that it would be, like, if it's truly all gay, that's one thing but if it's truly all gay then somebody has poisoned the condoms with yeah morglon nanofibers yeah or like yeah like the inside of it yeah right this was published yesterday in cbs news msn.com what happened to a loveland woman's son is very similar to what is being seen across the u.s and world in a small number of cases normally these persons get covid19 then develop a psychosis turning them into a totally different personality there's a really well-written article here uh <laughs> cbs4 is not using the name of the mother who described her son before covid normal young adult recently married just finished engineering school had a bright future ahead of him but she said he suddenly changed weeks after he contracted COVID. Well, is that long COVID? I mean, like... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's a completely different person. You talk to him, it's like he's not home all the time. She suspects that he has what's called COVID psychosis. It's being studied at the university... Or, psych COVID. It's being studied at the University of Colorado and Schutz campus, which has a post-COVID mental health clinic. Dr. Thida Thant, that's a funny name, is a psychiatrist who calls the... Problem rare, but something the medical community is well aware of. Well aware of it. Well aware of it. She's like, yes, we made that up months ago. (laughs) She adds the body's immune system may play a role in developing the psychosis symptoms. Dr. Thant says delusions and hallucinations in people after getting COVID are part of this apparent psychosis. Uh, Essentially, like paranoid ones, uh, people are after you or exaggerated self-importance. One delusion the son of the Loveland woman has is that law enforcement is conducting surveillance on him. He feels his neighbors are trying to impact his mind. There's hope for those who have COVID psychosis symptoms through (laughs) medication. (laughs) Really? What medication? Um, Because I know there's no effective medications against COVID. Yeah, or against psychosis. Or against psychosis. So um, you'll have to uh, elaborate on that, CVS. Yeah. But this mother says he must acknowledge he has a problem. Oh, it's a moral failing of his. It's, it's not that her poor son's brain got fried by this fucking bioweapon. It's that um, 
Yeah, he has a problem, and he needs to acknowledge it. <laughs> he was normal, and he had such a bright future. Now we don't know what's going to happen. Well, now I mean, just, now he's a piece of crap. Yeah, it's like I, God, I mean, like I would be having a mental breakdown, and my mother was like, yeah. he was normal. He now did he's have just a bright. Good for nothing. Now he's a piece of shit. And I let him know every day. Every day. <laughs> Nobody's watching you. You insignificant speck of dirt. <laughs> To make matters worse, her son was arrested for throwing rocks at the apartment whom her son perceived was trying to affect his mind through radio frequencies. You know, it's interesting, though, I have to say that those are the exact gang-stalking... But like, it's also, like, the classic paranoid say the schizophrenic, like, I mean... It's said the schizophrenic mother. <laughs> COVID psychosis could become part of his defense. Oh, be brilliant. Not guilty reason of co-psychosis. Psychovid. Yeah, that's a good defense. NG-COVID. So, um, when did I get gang-stalking COVID? I guess when you got butt going and it was planted. Yeah, so butt plant, uh, butt COVID was, pl- uh, or butt-ovid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> butt COVID was planted in March 2020, I believe it was. The Morgulons were seated. <laughs> Morgulons erupted. Uh, then the gang stalking long haulers, long stalkers. Long haul, long, yeah. So, um, why is China using AI to manipulate vulnerable demographic of would be loser loners who will shoot up Americans? That last part has the answer. The shoot up part. So do you think that they're probably double-dosing them with, like, COVID and AI I manipulation? Know, a certain percentage of people will react that way because they're of that, you know. Yeah, well, you go on that Highland Park shooter's, like, social like media, shooters. and, like, he's got, like, cartoons of him, like, standoff with cops. He's got, you know what I mean? Like, this guy's been, like, posting antisocial content forever. It's not that hard to locate that gentleman and you know hook him up with like a banner ad for gun sales and yeah right you know i mean like That's, if yeah. if the fbi were looking into these shootings as a pattern and they are a pattern like then maybe what would emerge from a forensic analysis of all of their computers the shooters computers would be that Oh, there's a lot of Chinese malware and shit That's what I would on here. You know, this Chinese bot is like directing them to ever escalating and, you know, uh, what's the word when someone becomes extrematized? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, what's that word? Extremist? You no, know, but when they get radicalized. Right. So, yeah, like, it wouldn't really be that hard to see. I mean, YouTube, we've already done some reporting on the fact that YouTube's algorithms, a.k.a. Google's algorithms, kind of radicalize viewers. Right. Yeah. So why not then just a foreign entity who wishes to weaken us from within and without? Um, Why not? Why not run the active shooter AI on, you know, the subset of the population that fits that. I mean, those data brokers have all that info, you know? Yeah. Right. I, I, yeah, totally. What's interesting is that, like, a lot of TIs, not a lot, not a lot, but, like, a few TIs 
they have like um been you know like mass shooters right have you heard about that there's something to that ti what does that mean targeting individuals okay yeah do you think i'm a roboticized human uh-huh probably pretty much i'm a non-binary humanoid I'm a sentient fembot database. Basically. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I didn't ever know how to tell you. <laughs> well, they've turned me into something. As edifying as part one of this episode has been. Thank you, Tom, 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 Tom. Part two is about to commence. And where will it be doing its compensation? It's not a word. In the comment cave. Shall we? Let's go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Crystal clear, and um, this is Austin, Texas, Morgie girl. Um, also Justice from Morgellons Fireside podcast. And um, just wanted to drop a line. I am, um, you know, I am feeling a lot of the feels today, and I had to share some of that. Whether you want to shared or not I've been trying to record a podcast update uh, my audience which is probably smaller than yours since you were the OG Morgie podcaster which I appreciate so I'm gonna drop some of my thoughts here in your comment cave uh, a lot of emotions (laughs) thanks So, Austin, Texas, Morgan Girl here. Um, I'm going to try to keep this short, but basically, like, I've, I've been noticing a trend in my life, and I, I honestly, I've been able to empathize with people on many things. I, I have been told, and I consider myself a hypersensitive person, very attuned to people's energy moods very sensitive to sound you know list all the senses so and i've 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 also my whole life i've been able to like pretty much express myself and resolve conflicts you know not easily it takes some work but um this is different (laughs) and i'll go into it (laughs) So, I found um, that I've been trying to express, like, what I'm going through 
to other people, especially, obviously, the ones close in my life, my family, my friends, my loved ones, significant other, about, you know, what's going on. But it's hard to, obviously, and this is beating a dead horse, but it's hard to communicate what's going on when you don't know what's going on. Um, and this, uh, this might even be the most painful part of this, <laughs> because it, I see that at least in my perspective, it hurts other people seeing that, like, you're not, you're hurting, and they don't know what to do, and so then they hurt. Call it codependency, I don't know, but um, anyways, I've been dealing with this, uh, well, tonight, and I figured I'd just talk about it. (laughs) Hey, Crystal Clear, so to elaborate on... (laughs) Um, just my difficulty with empathizing with others and just trying to just find that compassion um, in others with the experience of being able to be compassionate and empathetic with other people because I have experienced, I, I believe I've experienced something similar to what they're experiencing. And I think that's a common thing with people is that like, oh, you went through a breakup. I went through a breakup too. Or, oh man, you've got a stomachache I did too. Or, oh no, you, your parents were divorced. Mine were too. Or, oh man, I got a hernia. You did too. Whatever it might be. It's, it's all about similarity a lot of times. Austin Morgy Girl Justice, it is so good to hear from you. It's been a while. Um, and you, as usual, have brought in some really poignant insights that are very extremely relatable to me and I'm sure to other people suffering with Morgulon's disease or gang stalking, whatever the case may be, or both. Um, this whole phenomena that we are experiencing now about there we're having esoteric experiences that's what i call it esoteric experiences experiences that are so unusual that very very few people can relate to them and you're correct i believe you are absolutely correct that if you have not personally experienced something well then that sort of precludes your ability to empathize uh, to some degree people can sympathize and say wow that really i have a great great friend I've known for 17 years. We reconnected recently and I was just, you know, giving her the rundown about the morgues and, you know, et al. And she's like, you know, I have to be honest with you. I'm really struggling to understand, you know, this kind of experience that you're having, but I know that everything you're experiencing is extremely real for you. And, you know, that's, I just hate it. My heart goes out to you. I'm so sorry. And, of course, I would love for her to be like, Morgs, these fucking crazy aliens, who infected you with these? Let's kill them. Um, No, just kidding. But um, I think sometimes, for me, personally, um, when I'm not getting what I want from someone, what I do is I completely flip the script and say, well, you know what? What can I give? Can I give them what I want? If I want true understanding, empathy, and compassion, and I'm not getting it from the people that I feel like it would be extremely important for me to receive it from, then I really, you know, then I'm really in a position where I can choose to be helpless and hurt and isolated emotionally 
by people's inability, not unwillingness, not always, but always inability to empathize with me. I can, I can stay in that space, that hurt and helpless and alone space, or I can empower myself, focus on what I do control, which is my thoughts, my feelings, my words, and my deeds, and I can give them the compassion, empathy, understanding that they can't give me. Because guess what? I was them. In 2015, I found out what Morgulons was because a friend of mine was suffering from some crazy shit. Kept searching the internet, came up upon a thing called Morgulons. Read, uh, well, skimmed the CDC abstract. Um, by the way, again, this is the halcyon days of 2015, pre-Trump era. So I still believe the CDC was legit freaking public health organization. I didn't even question the credibility or the um, uh, rationality of the study that they designed and um, half-ass executed. I just believed it. And I thought Morgulines is a delusional disorder. These poor, deluded people, my God. Um, So I can relate and I can give them what they can't give me. And if I still need to receive empathy, compassion, support, true understanding, then I know where to go. I go to more Morgulons. I go to Morgulons Fireside. I go to Morgulons Discussion Group. I call my friend Abby in New York. I call my friend Justice. I call my friend Jeremy. I call any number of callers to me that I have met through this show one of the only precious, beautiful gifts that has come about because of Morgue Lines, and that is that I have a whole new stable of Morgie friends that I would have never made. And friends are few and far between in this world of ours. So it's no small thing. And I want all of y'all to know that if you are just in that place where you think, my God, no one believes me. No one understands me. I'm alone with this. No one will help me give me a call. Give me a call. Go to uh, anchor.com. Find my show. Look it up. Uh, I think it's easier on the desktop is what Abby said. Um, Look it up on the desktop or try to create an account profile and leave me a voicemail or send me an email to moremorgalons at gmail.com. I'll get back in touch with you. I promise. It might take me a minute because I'm like, y'all, my whole entire life has been exploded and, and imploded and then burnt to a crisp. So I have no schedule right now because I'm unemployed, but that is temporary. What is permanent is that I'm here for you, Morgies, TIs. Don't hesitate to reach out if you need a helping hand, a listening ear. That's what I'm here for. That's what we're all here for. All right. I'll stop rambling. Keep going. Keep going, Justice. You're doing great. So to summarize, I just feel like compassion and empathy a lot, at least for me, is just when I can relate to a person and like, I, I, I have felt that before. And I think that's a natural human instinct, but, um, what I've been struggling with is that this unfortunate tie to delusion. And I don't know, I honestly can't say many people have come to me saying like, oh, I've been delusional too. 
but I don't even want them to say that. I'm just, I don't, I do not feel that that is what is really going on with me. I actually feel like I know that something's going on. And so for someone to just define how I'm feeling, it just, there's a lot of conflict with this for me and others. You know, honestly, the more that I think about it, and I don't mean to be negative, but in my mind, delusional is the exact opposite of empathy, of listening, of compassion. It's basically a person denying someone else's feelings and perceptions um quite honestly maybe their biological nerve like the processes like they might actually be feeling these things but someone could be claiming that no you're not feeling that way so delusion is the opposite claiming someone is delusional is not empathy in my opinion well, you may not understand what I'm going through. How could you? You won't get it until or unless you get it. And I hope you never do. song but yeah no um you won't get it until you get it um so that gives you a pass on your disbelief you can fully disbelieve and not understand what I'm saying but if you want to dismiss me and tell me that I'm delusional that you do understand what's going on with me and you do understand my experience even though you weren't there you didn't see it you didn't feel it, and it wasn't your experience, but you feel empowered to be the authority upon my experience and then tell me that I'm crazy when there's no other evidence to suggest or support such a armchair diagnosis as delusional disorder. Pardon the sirens in the background. I live in Atlanta, the most surveyed city in the United States. Did y'all know that? I just learned that this week. That was what we call a sidebar and a tangent, but since I'm on it, seventh most surveyed city in the world, only after five cities in China and London. Shout out UK people. They're watching you. They're watching me too. Um, and I hope they like what they see because I'm a pretty damn entertaining, foxy motherfucker. So you're welcome for walking down the street. Um, but yeah, I um, completely resent, reject, and laugh at those whether they be uh, licensed to practice psychiatry or psychology um, or just your generalized um, family member being kind of a douchebag that day or whatever, um, I will always refute and reject and reply um, as calmly as I possibly can 
to any accusation that I am delusional. Hey, listen, I have never said that um, I'm the most uh, mainstream, heteronormative uh, brain uh, think tank around town. I'm not, okay? I'm kind of out there. I'm an artist, a free spirit, a um, weirdo. Depends on who you ask. But one thing I'm not is like a delusional person who's like a basket case. Listen, if I have this one delusion that I just got out of the fucking blue for no goddamn reason in 2020, um, whole life never suffered from any kind of psychotic disorder and still don't, I'm steady and solid as a rock, y'all. Mentally, emotionally, and otherwise, spiritually. I don't have a delusional disorder. I can't speak for anyone but myself because I don't pretend to be the authority on anyone else's experience. Now, I tend to believe that Justice and others who've shared their stories on the show are not delusional. You can decide for yourself by going back and listening to them. I think what you'll find is actually pretty down-to-earth, sane, intelligent, professional, interesting people. They don't seem like nuts, even though I'm really at a point in my life where I'm starting to question the entire paradigm of psychosis as a diagnosis. I mean, if you are well adjusted to this sick world, then maybe you crazy, okay? If you're not paranoid, quote unquote, is it paranoia? If they really are watching you, when's the last time you had a just casual conversation with somebody about, I don't know, dinosaurs? And then later on you drive home, you open up your phone and the first thing in your fucking like, you know, web search is like dinosaurs. Heard you liked dinosaurs. And you're like, what? We are being surveyed. We are. There are 25 some odd thousand police cameras in the city of Atlanta. They are watching you. Okay, so like, is that paranoia? Who's to say? There's a lot of shady shit going on these days, if you haven't noticed. If um, you've been under a rock and uh, weren't part of the uh, whole news cycle that was a Holy shit, everybody's got COVID. Wait a minute, except for China and Africa. Um, oh, wait a minute, monkeypox broke out. Everybody's getting it. There's like 25,000 cases now, just since May. Oh, wait, not everybody. Not China, not, not Africa, the place where monkeypox supposedly came from. Okay, don't believe everything you read and don't disbelieve everything you read. <laughs> And here, especially if it's a trusted friend whom you know pretty well, and you see that like, hey, I've known this person a long time. They never ever before had this delusional parasitosis or any delusions of any kind that I'm aware of. Um, maybe they're experiencing something that nobody understands. I don't understand it. It's never happened to me. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if everybody just had that level of um, care and humility and honestly, self-awareness to respond in that way, it would be nice. And it is nice because occasionally there are people who do. And thank you to those people. Um, But then there's the masses and their asses. Yes, we all know that. Um, And I just have to say that, again, I don't really take it personally because it has nothing to do with me. It doesn't describe me. If people think I'm delusional, all right, well, if somebody says something about me 
bit shitty and untrue or makes me feel bad. You know, if somebody says something about me that makes me feel bad, this is, this is what I think. Tomfy Tom 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 taught me this. Well, either what they're saying is true and that's why it makes you feel bad or what they're saying isn't true. And it's pretty much more about them. So openly and objectively, I look at the things that people say to me that make me feel like shit. And I'm like, that's not true. Okay. But at first, before I say that's not true, I'm going to be like, hmm, is it possible? <laughs> yes, it's possible. But at the same time, there's shit coming out of my skin. So until you can describe to me why a psychosomatic delusion would make black specks, black sludge, glitters, and strings and shit come out of my skin, then I'm going to go with, nope, it's not delusional. Nope, it's really worms. Or a biofilm. Or nanobots. Or aliens. Or my imagination. But, uh... Pretty weird that like 10,000 plus people all over the world are having the exact same delusion and have the exact same pictures of mm, a hexagon glitter with hairs coming out of them, etc. Yeah, so I'm so glad you brought up all these issues. I've been really actually personally struggling with and thinking about them a lot lately, Justice, and I'm so glad that you brought this to the show to discuss for... Um, amongst ourselves and for the audience out there. Hoping there is an audience out there. Hoping that audience uh, has found more Morgulons to be helpful today and all days. It is not just for the hilarious jokes and charming personality of the host. Crystal clear! More Morgulons. I didn't do that at the beginning. I always do that at the beginning. I'm going to do it at the end this time. You have just listened to more Morgulons, and I really appreciate you listening. Stay tuned. That's why I am a warrior. That's why I am a warrior. 
Let me land a few blows. God. 